0: Thank you for listening to my podcast, The Indian Caregiver. This is Usha Tiwari and I am the Indian Caregiver. I started this podcast to not only create an awareness for Alzheimer's, dementia, and caregiving, but also empower caregivers to care for themselves by me sharing tips and ideas in hopes of helping others. I apologize for my absence the past several weeks. When I started the caregiving journey, I thought I was superwoman, but I'm not. I go through periods where I experience anxiety attacks that I am unable to control, and this has never happened to me before. In order for it not to spiral out of control, I had to take a mental break these past few weeks. During this time, I realized it is okay to say no and to make tough decisions. I was gutted to cancel my cycling membership after over two and a half years. That was my lifeline, especially as a caregiver. But I realized that lifeline is putting too much putting me too much on a schedule and stressing me out. It is basically defeating the purpose of me having me time. I started to feel so stressed trying to rush to class while attending to my mom just before class and afterwards. It was constantly go, go, go. For two and a half years, I had my alarm set seven days a week, Saturdays and Sundays, waking up 7 a.m. and I realized why am I pushing myself so much when I'm starting not to enjoy it and it's taking a toll on me. In recent weeks, I have changed my routine and I'm a lot happier. I am working outdoors, doing hit virtually, yoga classes virtually, and back to walking a lot more, enjoying nature and the outdoor scenery. I'm also focusing on meal prep a bit more, which is helping me out tremendously with time and organizing my schedule as well as my mom's schedule a lot better. In the coming weeks or months, I look forward to sharing this aspect of my journey with you in a bit more detail and let you know how it is going. Today, I would like to share my TED Talk that I prepared for the Brave Bold Beyond Virtual Summit back in October 2020. I was selected to give this talk It was a last-minute decision for me to submit my application, but it was all worthwhile. That summit opportunity has made me go outside my comfort zone as well as be hungry for more. The theme of my talk focused on advocacy and social impact. There were nearly 500 virtual attendees some of whom reached out to me afterwards because they could relate to my personal journey. I hope you too can resonate with my journey and become motivated to embrace a cause you are passionate about. And here is my TED talk. Advocacy can help you feel empowered when you feel powerless to change your loved one's condition. It was a humid Saturday morning in mid-June, approximately seven years ago, and I made plans to have brunch and spend the day with my friends. Little did I know that this day would dramatically change my life and lead me to doing advocacy work that I would have never imagined. Before I left for my outing, I phoned my mom, which I did every day to check in on her and to chat and that morning there was no answer. I thought perhaps she was still sleeping or in the bathroom, so I let it be, figuring she'll see a missed call and call me back. While I was at brunch, I tried calling my mom a few more times and still no answer. I was getting worried. As soon as I was done, I raced to her place. I tried to open the door, but the latch was still on, and then I started to scream. My mom was lying on the floor with her back turned towards me. I started to breathe heavily and rushed downstairs for help. Once the paramedics took her to the hospital, tests were run on her brain and within 24 hours, I was told that she has Alzheimer's dementia. I was so confused because we do not have a family history of any neurological issues. I was scared to Google but I did. My initial reaction, like many people, I thought this was an elderly disease. I had my questions because at at that time, my mom was in her mid-60s. The more I started to dig deep into this issue, I started to realize that she displayed these symptoms for a good eight years leading up to this diagnosis, meaning she was in her 50s. I quickly came to learn that the memory issues, erratic behavior, and cognitive challenges my mom was showing are symptoms of Alzheimer's disease. Alzheimer's is a progressive disease that destroys memory and other important memory functions affecting different body parts. Most importantly, there is no cure for this disease. Research is taking place to find a cure for the first survivor. This disease is not a normal part of aging. There are individuals as young as in their 40s who are diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease and it impacts approximately 200,000 Americans under the age of 65. As my mom made progress and for a while she was able to live on her own. However, I was constantly living in fear of leaving her alone. When the time was right, I decided to live with her. Overnight, I had to become her mother and she was my child. Today, I call her my big baby to try to put a smile on her face and to make light of our situation. Sometimes she laughs, but there are times when she scolds me and tells me she is my mother and I am her daughter. I have been living with my mom for over five years and it has been a fulfilling yet challenging experience. With time, I see the gradual decline in my mom's cognitive abilities as well as her mobility. I realized that I needed to be her voice because her brain is gradually shrinking. I needed to immerse myself in advocating for her and others who have this disease. By helping my mom, it is one of the ways I cope with the unknown. My advocacy journey started with the Orlando Walk to End Alzheimer's three years ago. I remember sitting at the amphitheater where the speakers were alone, yet surrounded by strangers curious to learn. For some reason, I felt an instant connection with the crowd and observed them holding orange, yellow, purple, And blue flowers I would come to learn later that the different colors represent the speeches progressed and the one speech that brought me to tears was an emotional one by a husband about being a caregiver to his wife my tears were flowing uncontrollably like a waterfall I felt the love and the compassion in the air despite the pain and frustrations associated with Alzheimer's disease. People were smiling and had hope. If they could do it, then so could I. When we each selected a flower to carry as we took off for the walk, a purple flower means you lost someone to Alzheimer's. A yellow flower means you're a caregiver to someone with Alzheimer's. A blue flower means you are living with Alzheimer's, an orange flower means you support the Alzheimer's Association, and the sole white flower symbolizes the first survivor. Words cannot describe the joy I have when I volunteer for the Alzheimer's Association. To take the caregiving I do for my mom and extend it into advocacy work that I can impact many more people. One of the most important roles I cherish is being an Alzheimer's ambassador for Congresswoman Val Demings, one of our representatives in the Orlando area. When federal policy needs to be addressed, 1,200 advocates like myself from across the country travel to Washington, D.C. wearing our purple Alzheimer's sashes on Advocacy Day with pride and advocate for Alzheimer's policy to our lawmakers. Last year, I and other members of the Central Florida delegation personally met with Congresswoman Demings at her DC office. She was wearing her purple scarf, showing support for our cause and openly embraced us. As soon as we walked into the office, she asked, what can I do? One of the federal pieces of legislation we were advocating for was the Elder Abuse Act that would protect this vulnerable population from abuse. The very next morning, she was one of the first co-sponsors to this bill. Words cannot express how excited I become like a child in the candy store when I see we are paving the way for legislative priorities but most importantly, creating a grassroots movement. I have two calls of action to leave you with. The first is to think about an area of public policy that you can be an advocate for, particularly if you and your family have been impacted by a disease or experience where legislation, research, or simply awareness could make a big difference. I never thought I could be an advocate. I thought you had to be an elected official or a lobbyist, but it's people like us who care deeply that can push forward. I internalize my anxiety and worries about my mom every day, but rather than feeling depressed or powerless to a disease without a cure, I channel those frustrations into advocacy basically turning a negative situation into a positive one to help others. The work I have done is incredibly rewarding and empowering. The second call of action is to find and sign up for an Alzheimer's walk near you, which raises awareness and funds for Alzheimer's care, support, and research. Today, there are more than 5 million Americans of all ages diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease. The walk is everywhere, and this year it is virtual, so you can walk wherever you are. What color flower will you carry with me the morning of the walk? This disease isn't waiting, and neither should you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Indian Caregiver podcast. I hope you will join me next time as I share more stories and insights with you. Take care and have a great week.